Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. I'm here with Americo. Hey, how's it going? This is a super requested interview. Oh, really? Everyone wants to see you. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So you were born in Texas, right? It's called Laredo or something? Laredo, Texas, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just a border town in Texas. And uh, yeah, I, I grew up there until I was like 10 or 11. Oh. And, I, and then I moved to Mexico. Yeah. My whole family's from Mexico. What, what made your parents actually go to Texas in the first place, like way early on? Uh, business, you know, they, they were brought in, you know, to the U.S. because of business. Their work just expanded over yeah. to the U.S. And I happened to be born in Texas. Yeah. I, got, I, guess I, got, I guess I got lucky, you know. Yeah. What kind of business was it? Uh, trucking. They have trucking business. Oh, it's like a family business. It's a family business, mom also yeah. Works? My mom works there, my dad, wow. my brother's involved. Um, yeah, it's, it's a little family business. Yeah. yeah, and like younger, earlier on, your mom was more listening to like the classical stuff, right? Yeah, my mom, like, she told me she bought one of those like big headphones that you put on your stomach when you're pregnant. Oh, uh, yeah. she did that? Yeah, she did that. But I don't think that was, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Did that work? Do you think that that helped? <laughs> I mean, you're a musician now, so something probably... <laughs> something happened. Yeah. <laughs> something what kind of music were your, like, friends listening to back then, then? Uh... Well, I was in a punk band. Yeah. You were in that for, like, like doing yeah. guitar for, like, five years, I, I was, right? I was, I was doing mostly drums. I was set, drums for seven years. Played guitar, bass. Uh... A little bit of everything. I played the viola in school. Oh. Also uh, like piano, right? Piano too, yeah. yeah. I, I would get in piano classes when I was a little kid. I didn't learn much, but it helped out, I guess. Yeah. Do you remember the first CD that you bought back then? The first CD? Yeah. Yes, I do. It's one of those like Now 5 or like Now... Oh, like the, 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 the comp song. Yeah. <laughs> the compilations. The compilations. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I got... Um, I think it was like a... It was like um, I think it was like a Creed CD. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like a Creed CD or like um, early Blink-182 CD. Yeah. yeah. How do you think you even got into like the rock or band phase initially? Just school. Like public middle school. Like yeah. everyone was just so like metal I don't know just like punk just screamo and yeah you know I didn't go full hardcore but I did, <laughs> I did just stay in a like a little yeah you know. with like glitch mob and stuff right yeah the glitch mob was like one of the first people I listened to like electronic music um, but like passion pit passion pit was like you know was a band who like got me into like electronic music yeah um, it had like the right like crossover like the perfect balance of like electronic and like rock um, yeah how would you describe yourself back then growing up how would i describe myself back then i don't know i just like to like lay low and kind of like do my own thing mm -hmm. i uh there's a lot of trends that i could never like keep up with <laughs> so i don't know i just like i was 
I wasn't the coolest kid in school, mm -hmm. but I was having fun. Yeah. yeah. What are your parents' personality like? Are you similar to them? Uh, I'm just like my dad, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, my dad's a huge perfectionist. Mm. And I, I think I got that from him. Just like, everything has to be like my way and it has to be yeah. perfect. And yeah, it's either that or it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. And you didn't like school though. I know. Well, school didn't like me. <laughs> really? Why? Well, I wasn't that good at school. Um, I was I was there on time. Yeah. I was well behaved. You know, I, I listened to my instructors and I was there on time. But I just flunked all my classes all the time. You so. didn't care or you like No, I just wasn't smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> but did no. your parents push you? Yeah, the hard, really oh, hard. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, my mom was like, what the, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> like, and my mom would, like, put me in this, like, math classes. And, like, you know, I, I had, like, after school tutoring. And I wasn't just, I was just, like, nothing would, like, stick to my head. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, I don't know. I, I wasn't that good at school. Yeah. But I tried hard. I tried my best. I promise. Yeah. I really tried so hard. Did you like the music classes, though? The uh, music classes, yes. Yeah. There wasn't like a lot of like music stuff in texas yeah not even in mexico it was all like outside of school kind of like with friends yeah uh, but yeah I, I had some music classes that you know that's the only thing i would pass yeah um like pe i think everyone passes like <laughs> like those like easy ones yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah no i got bounced around from school to school mm. um yeah, and you know, I wish I was a better student yeah. or something, but I don't know. <laughs> and then your dad kind of wanted you to join the, like, the family business, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, hardcore. Well, look, it was like, that was like the hardest part of like my entire life. Really? Wow. To like convince my parents that music, there was like something in music. Like there's, you know, just like give me a chance type of thing. Because, like, my family, like, being super, super Mexican and, like, music is not a real job. Mm. And, you know, nine to five and you must work hard. Yeah. And you must go to school to be successful and work. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, like, literally, like, that's it. For me, like, making music, like, after school or, like, at night, you know, my mom would walk into the room. It's like, what are you doing? It's like... You're supposed to be like going to bed. You have to wake up early. It's yeah. like, nah, nah, just wait. Like, I'm, I got, I'm onto something. Like, let me, let me figure something out. And it was just like, I don't know. I think, I want to thank my mom like a lot because she was like the first one to like realize like, okay, Mariko flunks school all the time. He's always working on music till really, really late, and he like spends a lot of time. There's got to be something. So yeah. My mom kind of like talked my dad down, like, just give him a shot, you know, one semester in music school. Yeah, you did like audio engineering, right? I did, yes, uh, in Minneapolis. So I applied to a few places and that was the first yeah. one they like accepted me. You were doing it in Mexico at first, right before you moved out to like McNally Smith? Yeah, I was working, I was working on just music, like in Mexico, you know, like I was playing in bands. And then, like, 
all my bandmates like we're doing grown-up stuff like going to school and like one became a doctor and oh so it so just I, kind of like disintegrated it disintegrated yeah. so i'm like shit i need to make uh music like by myself yeah. like i have to figure it out so I, you know i couldn't play the guitar that well so you know i discovered like ableton yeah and i just like started making music on my computer how did it even like click to you to do music like full-time because there weren't really people around you so how do you know you it was even plausible well i didn't i didn't know i had no clue like yeah i didn't know anyone who was like making money off of it or like touring yeah you know it was only like skrillex and like aoki and and uh dj am yeah. and like that's it. it and i never saw the people you know under them because i was in mexico oh. like the electronic scene was nowhere to be found yeah so, where do you think got that confidence from then i don't know it was just like the internet yeah like i discovered like oh you know i was like youtubing all these like you know djs like djing at these venues and it's like whoa look there's a scene there like there's people that like it there and there's you know so it's just like i want to thank the internet and my mom yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah looking back whoa, whoa someone crashed Yo, someone crashed, look. Oh, what? Yeah, someone got the phone. Look. What is that even? Oh, wow. Oh, look, show them the camera. <laughs> show them. Yo, this happened with Quicks last time. What the fuck? Look, two, two. Oh, yeah. Someone like missed the stop sign. Whoa. Are they okay? Come on, let's go check on them. I mean, they, they got out. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That happened to Quicks? No, well, Quicks and I were walking down the sidewalk and we were just talking about just like hanging out. Yeah. And then car hits another car. Damn. That's weird. That's so weird. I'll have to find it. It didn't look that bad. But let's, let's, let's That sound though. You heard that? So, so, it's so. No, I'm <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, no. Olivia's, <laughs> Olivia's just trying to park and I'm like, no, no, no. She's like over there. Oh, she's over there. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're good. <laughs> Yeah. It's gonna suck for them. Yeah. Well, I don't well, think welcome I've ever to LA, guys. <laughs> Everyone just moved to LA. It's great. <laughs> Looking back, do you think those courses at McNally Smith really helped you in all the audio engineering stuff? Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. Um, I did learn a lot in music school, but I'm gonna tell you this I learned a lot more on YouTube. Mm. Like, you could YouTube anything, like how to make this, this, and then some. 14 year old like doing it perfectly like flawlessly yeah I'm like whoa so youtube is incredible but you know music school is, is great yeah i well, learned a lot you of theory want to go to theory. music school is that your parents kind of want you to get a degree no nah, that was my idea i just wanted to buy some time oh just to like oh yeah let me do music school and you know i was going to music school and then during the day i was like cranking out beats in my dorm room yeah. like figuring stuff out how you know my SoundCloud account, like all my social media, like having everything ready. Uh, were you a solo artist before you met George? Jorge and I were both like solo artists. Um, Jorge, Jorge started like uh, one of the electronic music. He was like DJing in Mexico, like since he was like literally twelve. Like <laughs> yeah. he was DJing. It's, oh, a, so it's much a stop going. sign. It's a stop sign. What the hell is going on? 
Yo, what is up? <laughs> What's going on? God. Um, but yeah, it's, um, we were talking about, hold up, I remember this. We were talking about music school, about solo, yes. Uh, Jorge and I were just doing our own thing, and then we were both like bad students in Mexico. So it was like, yo, let's just like, you know, he was making music, he was like playing guitar. Yeah, you met him on Facebook, right? Yeah. Yeah, he was always like that dude that, you was know, it like everyone a knew. Or? No, it was just like a mutual friend that I always oh. see him like, just trolling on the internet, just, just like <laughs> commenting on like you know music stuff, and you know all my music friends like knew him, so it was like oh, I, I think I have to kind of like meet him or something. So I invited a bunch of friends over for a barbecue to my house, and uh, we literally just like talked about music stuff and Jorge and I just talked like yeah I want to do some music school stuff and I want this I want that and I told him hey well I'm going to Minneapolis for music school like you should probably check it out I was like, oh, I'll check it out so I went to Minneapolis for a year and then Jorge's like oh I think I'm gonna you know give that school a go and uh Jorge's parents just like gave him the opportunity oh, to go wow. uh Jorge's dad is like a genius yeah? he's like uh uh, orchestral like director. Oh wow. Yeah, so he's like music theory like everything is like purest yeah. you know just like the most perfect like um, but yeah no or his or his parents were supportive of him sent him to Minneapolis and that's where you know we yeah. were like yeah let's just make music you know so we made like a little beat. Yeah what about him did you realize that you wanted to start a duo with him? Like his personality. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's he, Jorge's a really unique person. Um, he's fun to be around. He's uh, really talented. Um, yeah, it just like worked out. We were like the two Mexican kids in Minneapolis. Yeah. So it kind of like made sense. Yeah, did he actually want to join a duo or like? Well, it, what is it? Well, there's a uh, chicken right here. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> you see so much weird stuff. Damn, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it was just like it was just meant to be, you know. Yeah. Um, Did he have any fears of being a duo, like if something didn't work out? No, it was like there was like um, no, no fear at all. It was all just friends making beats. Yeah. Like it, it was never planned. It was never supposed to be a duo thing. Yeah. So it was just like okay, we remixed a song together really, really late. We had yeah. a bunch of friends over. And we are like, yeah, let's just put it up on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. And then we just like had all our friends kind of like think of random names to like upload music, you know, yeah. to just like, yeah, we need a username because I'm not going to upload it to mine. Are you going to upload it to yours? Nah, oh. let's just like, just make something like, so then like yeah. all our friends in like my living room were like, yeah, well, you guys are Mexican, like the cartels. <laughs> the cartels. <laughs> okay, you're good. And like here. the hippie stoner chick in the back is like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. like the good kind, like like music, like boombox, yeah. I was like, oh, What shit. year was this? This was like uh, 2012. This was like yeah. cold 2012, St. Paul, Minneapolis. <laughs> uh, just a bunch of music kids and, yeah. you know, just hanging out on a Friday night. Yeah. Were you also doing like paintballing? Like oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Extreme I sports. played. I played paintball twice a week for like three years, four years. Um, I think even more. 
you know, I, I would go to Orlando to like compete like professionally and that's so cool. Yeah, we were like sponsored. It was a pretty big deal. Wait, so how old were you back then for when you were doing? For, uh, I was like 16 years old. Wow, and you like so, competed and everything. Yeah. yeah, like 15, wow. 16, 17, 18, till I was like 19. Yeah. Um, is that when music took over? Is that why you stopped doing it? No, I stopped doing it because it does take a lot of time, and then you have, you know, I had a team. You know, it was a uh, just ten other dudes that you know did the same thing. We all, you know, and then you know, grown up stuff. Same with the music thing. Everyone just moved away or grew up, had kids or stuff, whatever. Yeah. So I just focused on uh, music. You know, that's right when I moved to Minneapolis. Yeah. Like right after all that. And in Minneapolis, in like cold, cold Minneapolis, like playing paintball, like, nah, <laughs> too cold. Yeah. And then after you graduated, was your dad like more okay with you doing music or he was well, still like so-so? Here's the thing, I didn't graduate. Oh, okay. It, um, my dad always like tells me like, well, well, you were in music school and you haven't given me a diploma or, you know, like. Yeah. I got kicked out of music school because Boombox was touring at that time. Oh. So it was like either you play a headline show in Seattle and like someone's paying for you to be there and someone's gonna pay you on top of that and someone's gonna like, you know, someone's making these flyers for your event and you know, everyone's gonna be there for you or take a test Yeah. <laughs> in school. Uh, so it was like, oh, well I'm in music school cause I wanna do that. Yeah. Like, you know, like forget the test, I'll just, you know, I wanna just make music for everyone else. I just, you know, yeah. and, it, and it felt right, so. How did you gain your dad's support then? Or is he, is he still like well, so look, so? Um, it was hard, it was really, really tough. Um, my dad, my dad honestly, like he, like, till like a year, so like till you know a year ago he thought I was playing like quinceañeras you know like <laughs> yeah and then obviously uh, I met Olivia you yeah. know like two years ago and then Olivia like you know we started traveling together and my dad started seeing photos of oh, what was going on and picture proof yeah <laughs> and then I had my business address I made an LLC to my parents' house. Oh. So my dad was like getting royalty checks, like my personal royalty yeah. checks, and he was like, he was just like, hmm, like. Not bad. And then, yeah, and then Insomniac was like sending him stuff to the house, and so I had to like, my, my business was my parents' house. So my dad's like, oh, okay, I see what you guys are up to. Like, oh, there we go. So it's yeah. like little by little. You know, I invited him to the, you know, one of the biggest like festivals ever. Oh. He's like, oh wow. That only seems to help when you invite your parents. Exactly. To <laughs> yeah. How were you able to gain momentum initially? Oh, uh, gain momentum in the music industry, yeah. just like. Or even just, getting your stuff out there. Because the whole, the whole like, success is just like little steps. Yeah. Just a little step is like an accomplishment. So you're like, whoa, we're playing this festival. Like, wow, that just like gets you pumped. And you wanna be on another festival. Yeah. Or like, you put out a song, and it's like, wow, it got this amount of plays, and, and the people like it. Well, I wanna put out another one that, yeah. you know, but double how, the people yeah. are gonna like. But how were you even able to like, have people listening to your stuff? Did you like send stuff to vlogs, like back in the day? Yeah, it didn't help. No one answered really? my emails. 
But then how did people even start listening? The fans. Just from SoundCloud searching, I guess, and digging. Yeah, the fans, the fans are bigger than the labels. The mm -hmm. fans are bigger than the blogs. Like, it doesn't matter who play. you know, it doesn't matter, like, oh, so-and-so posted a track, uh, you know, this article post. No one cares, mm -hmm. you know? If the music's good, it's like, hey, hey, friend, check out what I listened to yesterday. What do you, you know, it's, the fans do, fans do the work. The fans, yeah. it's just like, you know, I just owe everything to our fans. Literally, like... They blew, they blew us up. They, 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 you know. Yeah. That's, that's it. How did you start meeting, like, Matt Eason and everyone? Well, from Minneapolis, we moved here to L.A. Mm -hmm. And then we, like, you know, just being here, like, next to the industry and being here, like, close to, like, other artists, too. And just being around the scene kind of like you know word of mouth and just, I don't know things like yeah started like spreading and oh you know boombox lives in LA and the manager at that time you know kind of knew someone that met decent and uh but yeah it was like Diplo was playing our stuff like when we were still in Minneapolis oh wow like when Jack U was doing their thing they were playing like they were playing our stuff um, fun fact, we sent B2U, one of our tracks, to no Oslo. No one wanted it, right? No one wanted it. They were like, nah, this is like, whatever, you know? And we're like, fuck. We're you like... so many people. Oh, we, oh Mad Decent, Ausla. Nobody wanted it, you know? That's why I say that. It's because I don't yeah. believe that. It's, it's, it's the fans, you know? And then all of a sudden, Jack U like is playing it at like Hard Fest yeah. in front of like thousands You're of people. You're just like, oh god. And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> and then they hit us up. It's like, oh guys, what, what are you doing with that track? It's like, it's been out for a year, guys. Like, yeah. You know. Um, yup. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm saying. It's like the fans do, you know, do everything. Yeah. Good music will always spread, and you know, just worry, just just you know, worry about your fans. That's yeah. that's what I worry about the most. And your like artwork with the uh, like the bones, like the skulls. It was yeah. something about like uh, North Mexico, right? Well, what it is, it's like you know we're just two Mexican dudes just making EDM, and uh, it felt right to just represent where we're from. You know the whole sugar skull, yeah, kind of like Day of the Dead. It's you know just keeping things alive. You know that's that's what we try to do. Yeah, um, it made it made sense, and it just felt yeah. so right. It didn't feel like manufactured or anything. Yeah. It's just like you know, Boombox Cartel is just like skulls. Yeah, like, and you also wanted to bring to like tell people about like what's going on in like uh, North Mexico at that time, right? Well, yeah, Jorge and I. Well, Jorge's in Monterey right now. He lives in Monterey, uh, but you know, living in, in Monterey during like two thousand. 2008, 2009, it got, it was really bad. It was yeah. just like really, really like violent and, you know, like gunshots at 9 p.m. Everyone had to be at home by that time. Like, it was just, a, it was just violent. And yeah. staying home and working on music was like, like an escape type of thing. Mm. Um, but, uh, 
but yeah no things got fixed in, in Mexico like they got way better um, and uh, yeah just like the news here just made everything look twice as bad oh. like it was some like horrible you know it was bad mm -hmm. but they only focus on the bad stuff mm -hmm. instead of like the you know the, the good people trying to do good things yeah um, there was a lot of positive things too but obviously the news focuses on the bad stuff mm -hmm. so just kind of just spreading awareness of uh, yeah you know how Monterey is Mexico is yeah you know, there's a lot of good stuff there and then actually I asked the same question to Olivia yeah but what about her personality made you fall in love with her oh she's a nerd I love her <laughs> she's a, it's like I don't know like I don't party I don't like hang out and this and that you know I just yeah, I'm a very chill guy and when I'm when I met Olivia she was so passionate about her work. Yeah. Just like making sure her like settings on her camera were perfect. She was and, helping me out also. Yeah. So sweet. She was like making sh she was like so focused on like her camera, so focused on like getting a shot. And then I'm over here seeing like other like photographers like dressed out, like trapped out DJs. Oh, just yeah. trying to be like the coolest kids. And then just like taking a photo with a fisheye and then just throwing a like visco filter and calling it a day yeah it's like whoa and i just like met olivia i'm like whoa she's actually like coloring her photos like she's actually like so i just went up to her it's like what like what lens is that yeah because like, <laughs> i i have a camera too and i just oh. you know so i know a little bit of photography so we kind of just talked about like photography and stuff yeah and yeah, she's just a nerd and I love that about her. Yeah. So yeah. Did it click really early on that you wanted her to do like guitar managing and like do all the pictures for you? She, she's like, her, her mind is like so ahead of like, ahead of it. Like I'm, I'm talking about like two miles ahead of everything. Wow. So she's like, her ideas are crazy. Her approach, her like creative approach on everything is just incredible. I was like, yo, like this is amazing. And she like, I don't know, she fell in love with the project too, which like, mm -hmm. you know, it just felt good. Yeah. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, yeah. you guys are so cute. <laughs> How do you think your music has changed from the early songs you made? Uh, wow, well, we've been inspired by like so much, some like different styles of music. We've been inspired by different artists. You know, we started the project when like, I don't know, Trap, was just mm, being a thing yeah. and then when like dubstep came back in and then when like house big room house was like a thing so we got a little bit of everything you know yeah. we got inspired by like this and that yeah. and this so we kind of yeah. just like blend it all up you know actually, it just feels right yeah with that did you ever like feel like oh like i'm just following a trend to just like you know what i mean and just feel like we just gonna need to follow trends to keep up to date it's it's not, that's not good. That's not a good approach. It's, it's like, it's what you like, you know, if, 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 I don't know, you're just listening to something and you just appreciate a style of music, then do it. But if you're just going to do it for the plays or just going to do it because it's trending now or, oh, the hottest song right now sounds like this. So I'm going to do something like it. No, no, no. Cause then you're going to be late. By the time you put it out, everyone's going to be sick of it. Mm. So all you have to do is just like listen to music just like stuff yeah and then just create what you like yeah 
and it's just, it's just natural like other people are gonna like that because you like it you mm -hmm. know don't do it because it's a trend since you guys have been around for like five years have you ever worried about falling off mm, well for any business for any like thing for any community for any group you know anyone could fall off mm. but it's just like to keep like a rhythm you know yeah it's, and it's like to just to work hard if, if you're in this industry i hate to say that word like if you're in this because like yeah dj life like travel the world like take pictures here go here. it's like it ain't gonna work out i'm sorry to break it to you but if you like it because you want to make music and if you like it because then you shouldn't worry about anything mm -hmm. like you you won't fall off if you're in it for the right reasons so yeah what would just you, keep doing it yeah what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far like as yourself and then as boombox biggest challenges yeah uh wow every day is a challenge anything it could be anything it's uh you know playing a really good set uh mixing a track really well uh you know there, it's there's uh obstacles every day mm -hmm. you know and you can't you can't just be like oh this is easy this is easy no you have to try your best at all times yeah um so everything's hard and if it's too easy, something's up. Like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How would you say you've grown as a person since when you started? Like, like, personally? Yeah. I don't know. Like, um, wow, that's a good question. I don't know. I just, like, I care about, like, what I do. Like, I want, I quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, yeah, just, I'm just, I just want to do everything right, you know, I'm always scared of doing something wrong, mm. I'm always like, you know, so, as a, you know, now that I grew up, I just feel like I have to, have to be careful with what I do, and I want to make sure I put out the, the best, and then coolest, and everything, Yeah. like, I don't know, I care about, you know, art, I care about it. So, mm -hmm. quality over quantity. Yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? Ooh, remembered for. Wow. Here's a car crash. Oh, yeah. Damn. Just, we saw Olivia. We I saw it. You saw Wait, it happen You were too? there. Okay, we were coming Yo, from we that saw, corner. We saw this car. I was over the there. We saw this car crash. Literally, we were just talking and it just happened. <laughs> And I was, I was telling, remember when we were with Quicks? That's crazy. Okay, well, back to that. What I want to be remembered <laughs> for. I don't know, I don't want to be remembered for anything. Yeah? No, like why, like why remember someone? Just like, I don't know. I, I, want, I want people to enjoy the things that, you know, Jorge and I do. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna speak for Jorge, but I, j I just want to like make people happy and I want if a song makes someone happy I want them to remember the song mm -hmm. like, I don't, you know what like what I'm just a random ass dude you know <laughs> like why why would I be so, like I'm not a god or something no <laughs> it's just like anyone else you know yeah yeah I have no interest in that you know just 
as long as it makes people happy, then I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. Oh my god, got it. Hey, you good? <laughs> yeah, I just got like slapped in the head by a branch. <laughs> Bye, <guys>. Amazing. <laughs>